everyone, and welcome to Afternoon Chai Sessions with Uma and Anjali. On today's episode, we're going to be introducing ourselves to you. So I'll go ahead and get started. My name is Anjali, and I'm 21 years old, and I use she, her, hers pronouns. And I'm Uma. I'm 22 years old, and I also use she, her, hers. So I guess like we can first start by talking about how we know each other. Yeah, so we met in college. Um, I'm still in college, sadly, but um, we joined the same sorority back when I was a freshman and when Uma was a sophomore. Uh, and then we also have the same major, neuroscience. So Uma's helped me through a lot of my class endeavors. Um, but yeah. I mean, okay, you always say that and it makes me laugh because I feel like I haven't really helped, but I don't know. But you know, Uma, Uma went through all the rough times with like the bad professors. So she helped me out trying to find the good ones. So true friendship. <laughs> I took a few L's in college. That is true. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so today we wanted to do like a few quick like fast facts about us just so that you all know who we are. And so I guess we can start with like personality types. So I am an ENFJ for the Myers-Briggs test. And a- I guess, oh, no, you go. <laughs> We're going to have to work on like talking, not talking over each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm an ENFJ and Anjali, you are. And INFJ, so considered the advocate apparently. I feel like this is just one of the, another reason why we're like really similar because I think like both of like you've mentioned before that you're very like like almost an extrovert and I'm almost an introvert because I think I was like 47% introverted or something the last time I took the test same I was very near the 50 50 mark too so I'm pretty it makes sense we're pretty similar people yeah I'm like apparently like a few percent more like extroverted (laughs) yeah And so another test that we took, um, or like we've taken in the past before, like the love languages test, which annoys me a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like it's like a little, like, I feel like there's like that whole book about it. And I'm like, do people really know, can you really like talk about your love, like your forms of love in like five categories, but I took the test. Interesting. Um, I guess like my top love language was words of affirmation. Yeah, I also took it. And my top one is also words of affirmation. Again, another reason why Uma and I are very similar, but I would have to disagree. I think the love languages test is pretty, I think it's pretty reflective of like what, I think it's a good way to communicate with people in like a shorter version. Like, you know, in general, in relationships, you have to talk about what you appreciate from someone else. But I think it's kind of fun to see a summary it's probably definitely very simplified but I think it's kind of fun you don't think so I mean it is fun I like taking these personality tests just to see what I get <laughs> it's like when you were on BuzzFeed and you're like find out like what type of onion you are or something random you know <laughs> very but true we'll I have to talk I... about that we'll have to talk about that one next time <laughs> it's true maybe not next time <laughs> I haven't taken a BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz in years the sorority members just yesterday we were talking about uh your type of pasta so <laughs> So you had to take it. Yes. What I type forgot of pasta the... are you? Dang, I I wrote down and I forgot. It, I don't think it was like penne or something, but I don't know what that means, how that's reflective of anything. It's a good but... solid pasta. Agreed. Very much so. I, I feel like I like penne more than like, because it's just like easy to eat, you know? 
That's true. These like are the intellectual spaghetti. conversations we'll be having <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> like spaghetti is just like complicated. You have to like roll it and like make sure it doesn't oh. spill. <laughs> I never, I've never made pasta from scratch though. Like you just get like the, the pre-made one and boil it, you know, I'm not that yeah. talented. I wish. No, no, no. I mean, like, even if you use like store-bought, like pre-made spaghetti, you have to so twist hard. it on yeah. a fork. Exactly. That's an extra step, bro. <laughs> That's true. Anything that makes eating too difficult is an inconvenience. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So now moving into more like relevant to our podcast kind of conversation. <laughs> um, why are we starting this podcast? I would say that it was Uma's idea, um, but I think it's a great way for us to try and be succinct with like the important combos we try to have it every day nowadays with our loved ones and with our friends and also with each other we love to have these conversations with each other all the time um and I also feel like it's a fun new artistic project just in general I feel like I am just always studying or watching tv <laughs> but but this is a cool way for us to express ourselves and as you already know I'm an introvert so this is definitely out of my comfort zone <laughs> so it's, it's good for me to to try something new what about you Uma? I well okay so I was like I have never really listened to podcasts before quarantine and now I'm like very Same. I've listened to podcasts all the time it's like nice right to listen to other people have conversations um and so then I was like I have a lot of things that bother me and I talk about it with you all the time and I have a lot of opinions so <laughs> I thought this would be a cool way of like us just like recording our conversations I don't know who's gonna listen but it's something that we can listen to and laugh about years later. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also, there's like the whole thing about representation. And I feel like there's not that many podcasts with two brown girls who talk about serious issues. And I know this one's like a lighter episode, but we're going to get into more serious things. And Definitely. I'm excited to have those conversations. Yeah, me too. And I guess the next thing to talk about is the general vibe we want to have with our podcast. Um, so maybe with some ground rules, I would say that we're always going to be trying to provide the most inclusive, safe space we can. Uh, even though it's going to be mostly us two talking, I think that's something in general that we try to strive to maintain in our conversations and with our friends all the time. Exactly. And um, I guess like this is also a place where we're going to start like talking about our growth. And I would like to keep doing this for a while. So it's like we're going to grow with the podcast and so we're going to like talk about things that we're learning and um just have honest conversations about like being a young adult and learning new things definitely and I guess like about having those honest conversations like there are a few fears for like I feel like we've already one of my fears already happened. One of my, <laughs> the, we planned this out and kind of like a brief brainstorm about what we wanted to talk about. And so for my fears, I wrote that I don't want to talk over Anjali and that has already happened. <laughs> and I was also so that I'm worried about wording things right because there's like a weird can't like we have had so many Zoom conversations through like for the past like year, but not with a microphone, not that's like one that's going to be recorded. So I'm just like a little nervous about that. What about you? I would also say it's very, very similar um, fears in general. I'd also add on to that, that I'm a bit nervous about being very open on the internet about myself. 
but I think it's a good way to try and put myself out there. Um, which is, but that's also a reason why we haven't told anyone in our lives about this <laughs> podcast yet. So we'll see how it goes after a couple episodes and see if we're going to share with our family and friends. Um, but for us, even though it's going to be online, I think this is like a thing meant to help both of us particularly. And then also like, you know, try and share what we, what we think with other people too. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be listening because we've <laughs> told literally zero people. <laughs> Exactly. So I love talking into a void. So, <laughs> um, I guess like when we're talking about general vibes and stuff, we want to emulate things that we love from our favorite podcasts. So um, we kind of tried to come up with a list of our favorite podcasts just to like throw out some recommendations and stuff like that. It was really hard to narrow this list down. We took a while. I think we initially wanted to do like one podcast and it was like too hard to decide. So Anjali, what are your three favorite podcasts? So I'll, I'll start off with my first one that I listed um, is I Weigh with Jamila Jamil. I think um, it's one of my most favorite ones to just play when I'm on road trips. Um, I feel like Jamila has really good guests on her podcast a lot like lgbtq plus and poc guests that have really cool perspectives and that really resonate with me and it's just fun to hear those conversations in general that would be my first one what's what's your first one uma also i think this order is like not like any um anything to say about which like number one number two number three this is just randomly top three but go ahead yeah, all equal we love yes. these three podcasts equally um I guess like the first one that I want to mention is Resistance and it's um, just really, really beautiful storytelling. So I think like I mentioned, um, I didn't listen to podcasts before and then um, randomly was Spotify recommended Resistance to me and I was like, wow, it knows exactly what I want to listen to. (laughs) And it's basically told by a young black man. I want to say he's a journalist, but I'm not 100% sure. And he... um, like the first episode was about like Black Lives Matter protests in New York City. And so he just kind of followed um, various members of a um, activist group. And so, but it's like you hear recordings of major events from um, the June protests and then like what they're doing now to continue to advocate for Black Lives Matter. And then um, there was a an episode about the SARS move ending SARS movement in Nigeria um and there's like the most recent I haven't listened to this week's podcast episode that just came out I heard it was like very emotional and I feel like I need to be in the right headspace um but like the one before they took a break was about the the host's um experience like immigrating to America and like his relationship with his mom and it was very like like I said like I never thought about podcasts being a form of storytelling and I feel like resistance does a really good job of just telling a story in a very short time period I don't know I have a lot to say about it I just love it <laughs> I love that well that's a great description I think I rambled that's <laughs> one of my fears I I ramble I don't it's weird having this conversation like this anyway what is your second top favorite um my second one is Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness, who's obviously very famous for his presence on Queer Eye. Um, and in general, again, with why I liked I Wait with Jamila Jamil too, 
there's just a really great combination of guests on that show. Um, and I love Jonathan's input as being non-binary and just experiencing the world. I feel like he particularly has a lot of great um, people on the podcast from like the LGBTQ perspective. So I feel like I get to learn a lot in general by listening to that podcast in particular. Uh, what's your second one, Uma? Wait, before I say uh, my second one, Getting Curious was the first podcast that I started listening to just because I like binge watched Queer Eye around May, I think. And I was like, oh my God, I need to consume like everything that they've ever put out. So I like read Antony's like cookbook and vegetarian. So there wasn't a lot that I could do, <laughs> but I read it. And then I read like JVN's like book. And then I started listening to his podcast and so good. I feel yeah. like he ends up talking about really serious things in a very light way and or in a Definitely. very like in like palatable way yes. so exactly I guess in that vein like talking about issues in a more palatable way my second favorite is intersectionality matters and um it's hosted by Kimberly Crenshaw whose work that I learned about in my freshman year of college um and she is the one who came up with the word intersectionality just really revolutionized the way that I thought about just like social justice and um each week she like has like a group of guests come and talk about um various things that are happening currently so like they've had for example an episode where they talk about the capital riots um they talk about like after Biden was elected like where we go from here in terms of like advocacy and it's really interesting and informational while also feeling like a just like a casual conversation between friends so or colleagues so um yeah I think it's like a good way to learn about like larger social justice issues while not feeling like you're in school I love that again great description (laughs) (laughs) um my third favorite podcast is David Tennant does a podcast um we're gonna be talking about our favorite TV shows later so you'll learn more about why I love David Tennant but he's definitely one of my favorite actors and he has a great voice so you know I think that's one of the quality things about a good podcast is when the podcast host has a good voice (laughs) do we have Um, good voices (laughs) I don't know we'll see we'll listen back to this and cringe but it's okay um but yeah cringing as we record (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) but yeah David Tennant has um his podcast is more uh, just focus on like different actors perspectives and hearing about um, famous people's like growth as actors and how they got into the field so I like listening to it because he has some pretty cool relevant guests um, but he also has some random like really cool conversations like he had an episode with Stacey Abrams who also loves my favorite tv show apparently so another reason on top of all the other reasons to love Stacey, Stacey Abrams so much yeah I listened to um, David Tennant's episode with Stacey Abrams. She was so excited. I was like, queen, can you become, no. like, why, like, everything she does makes her more of a queen. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. What's your so third? So my third favorite podcast is also related to a TV show that I love, um, which, like, Anjali mentioned, we're going to talk about later on, but it's the Office Ladies podcast. Um I love hearing, so it's basically Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, who play two characters on The Office, um, talk about like behind the scenes tea, and it just makes me appreciate moments from the show a lot more, which is crazy because like, sorry, I don't, I shouldn't say crazy, which is wild because I've been a fan of the show for six years at this point. So the fact that like I'm gaining even more appreciation for the show is like 
very surprising um but there's just like random fun facts that like sh- like are very shocking like you know that scene where michael and dwight drive into a lake i don't know why you're saying this as if you don't already know that i don't watch the office but- i know you don't watch the <laughs> show but i feel like i've like forced you to see random things like you have i think but i tend to forget i'm sorry i'm a bad friend that's fine okay so anyway in for people who haven't seen the office like Anjali, yes please um, explain there's a scene where Dwight and Michael, who are two main, main of the main characters, they're like looking at a GPS and Michael's like misinterprets what the GPS tells him to do. And he like literally drives into a lake. And I always wondered how they shot that scene. Cause like, obviously like there's like water involved and stuff. Apparently the camera that they used cost $150,000 and they had to like wrap it up with like plastic to make sure that it wasn't damaged and stuff. And I was like, that's, I mean, it was so worth it, I think, just because, like, it worked out, and it's, like, one of the funniest moments on the show, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, there's so much money in Hollywood that I never realized, and it's, like, wow, there's a wealth disparity in this world. Very true. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I would say, I guess, I mean, I guess if they're going to use their money, they got people talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, our next thing that we jotted down was about favorite TV shows. And I feel like this is a really good transition. <laughs> <laughs> Already Unplanned. talking about it. Yeah. So what is your favorite TV show? Um, I would say it is Doctor Who, which I think is probably one of the roles that David Tennant is the most famous for, for playing the Doctor. Um, if I was good at physics, I would want to be an astronomer just because I love anything that has to do with space. Uh, but I chose neuroscience because I'm better at biology. Um, but Doctor Who, I think, is a really cool show that just makes you think a lot about the universe and what's out there uh, and just traveling the stars. I love traveling in general, but obviously I've not been to outer space <laughs> and it would be really cool just to like, it's always cool to see anything that has to do with un just learning about the unknown and just what we don't know and what we want to learn more about. Um, and there's also a lot of cool mystery plot points that make me think and any show that makes me think, but also is in, in enthusiastic, like that I can watch enthusiastically can make me really excited. So, um, and I also love the character development. David Tennant, when he plays a doctor, has a really big character arc throughout his couple of seasons on the show. So definitely one of my favorites. What about you? Tenet is also my favorite. We've talked about mm-hmm. this, as you know. Doctor Who is actually one of the first things that I think we talked about. And I was like, oh my God, that's I true. To to we yeah. did not mention that in our how we got to know each other. I think my Doctor Who uh, love is what kind of <laughs> connected yeah, us at the beginning. Yeah, because you were wearing like Doctor Who sweatpants or something. Exactly. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I, am, I feel like I'm a fraud when I say I'm a Doctor Who fan because I'm really, really behind. That's okay. Honestly, and a lot of people re- are. Yeah, I know. And it sucks because I really want to support Jody, but at the same time, like, I don't know what's happening anymore because, like, I don't know. I Just watched her first episode. Like, I know, I know. I watched her first episode with you, and that- it was really good. I think she's so good. Mm-hmm. I watched Broadchurch because, like, David Tennant was in it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, like, I have to watch everything he's in. Yeah. And then I fell in love with Jody Whitaker. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but she's so how. good. Mm-hmm. yeah and David like- Tennant's in so many other shows that I love too like Broadchurch like you said mm-hmm. Jessica Jones I also watched this new um tv show on Sundance um from Sundance about the serial killer from 
in, uh, from England named Des, and he just has a really good ability to play difficult characters. So I love, yeah. I love anything he's in. Um, I feel like I mentioned I watched Doctor Who, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite show because, like I said, it's The Office. Um, Breaking my heart. I, feel like, but... I know. <laughs> I feel like when I was younger, I watched a lot of like supernatural things, and then as I've gotten older, I say this as if I'm like 30, but not that 30 is old. As I get older, I'm like 30 is not old, but um, we're closer, closer to 30 to now. It. So I know I'm closer Scary. to 30 now. Oh, we don't have to talk about that. But <laughs> anyway, it's no longer on Netflix, so I haven't seen it in over a month, and I feel like I'm slowly losing my knowledge of the show. But I thought you were gonna say that you were slowly losing your mind, but I guess. <laughs> I'm coping okay because I started watching um oh my god what is it called it's always sunny in Philadelphia I shouldn't say I started watching it I binge watched all of it very fast (laughs) I feel like I'm losing all my credibility by talking about all these comedy shows but it's okay no I mean it's good to make yourself laugh you know so I have more to say about it's always sunny but I think I'm going to save that for another episode because I Casual racism in media is a thing that we are going to talk about later, so. Yes. Yeah. We, we say that these are our favorite shows, but we're very much aware of things that they could all do better on. Yes, so. exactly. So now, I guess, like, another favorites question. Do you have a favorite book? So we put this on our list of things to talk about but I think we both really struggle with this question um I would say uh honestly I wish I was reading more than I do right now I think I'm struggling I like like many of my peers I struggle to read for fun when it's um difficult midterm season during undergrad years but the last book that I read for my own pleasure that really resonated with me is call me by your name think I was a little bit late to the party I think a lot of people call me by, call me by your name has a very big fandom but um I read that book and I watched the movie recently and I think I just generally love books that are super intimate and um the main character one of the main characters Elio who um the book is written his perspective um has a really interesting internal struggle about his insecurities in a relationship and his process of coming out um and just in general like experiencing teenage years and I think what reading it kind of like overwhelmed me in a very good way that I was able to really get invested in his perspectives on life and then also acknowledge what I didn't like about what he was saying but um but also just like get to see him grow so I really liked it and I think the storyline's pretty fun to read um but also like the type of book that'll make you cry but I recommend it to everybody who who wants to have a good cry (laughs) What did you I also made you read it though so what did you think okay I did read it I did like it but also I wasn't prepared I think it was a lot um it shook me a little my inner grandma like died (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's very very open sexually for a book but (laughs) yeah I didn't know I wish you'd warned me a tiny bit more I I just I I opened it I was like what is happening but (laughs) It's crazy because I talked about it so much for to you, but I don't think I probably expressed it well enough when we were talking about it before. No, I mean, I think you talked about their like relationship and um, his internal, Elio's like internal struggle a lot. And so I thought it would be a lot, lot more, 
What's, I thought it would be more PG-13 than it was. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> um, but I think, like, I don't remember the author's name, but I think he does a really good job talking about, like, adolescence and, like, coming okay. into your own. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What yeah. about you? What is your uh, well-thought-out answer for this question? <laughs> <laughs> As you can see on that doc, I wrote a paragraph, but I don't... I couldn't pick a book, so... I grew up reading a ton. Like, I never watched TV. Same. I disagree um, with that, but I did grow up reading a lot. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't allowed. Like, we didn't have Disney or Nickelodeon or anything. So at one point, like, what am I going to do? Watch PBS Kids? So I would read. <laughs> and so um, uh, anyway, um, like, I, me and my friends in middle school, this is going to out me as a true nerd, but we would literally like there was air conditioning in our library so we would go after we ate lunch and just sit and read because we had a fairly we had like a 30 minute lunch which I feel like is like fairly long I don't know so we'd like eat really fast and then like race to the library and just read so I would read a lot and then college happened and I didn't read anything so I know four years of just losing my mind and all my brain cells (laughs) because all I did was binge watch tv you know and then um, after I graduated this summer, I started reading again, and it's really nice. I feel like I really missed, I think, like, TV shows are really good about making you think about things, and also same with the movies. I feel like, but when you read, I think because it's, like, feels very personal, like, you just feel things a lot more, at least I do. Definitely. I'm not answering this question. <laughs> I think currently, I really am not, which is really strange because I feel like when I was little, I gravitated towards towards fiction a lot, but then now I really like more nonfiction, which I hated growing up. So I love reading essays now. I don't know. I love hearing other people's perspectives. And um, so a book that I really enjoyed recently is Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino. And it's a collection of short stories um about her like life experience and she talks about like being in a sorority um growing up Asian American in Texas growing up in a Christian household um and even like her experience as a member of the Peace Corps um and I think she like is very honest about her experience like as an adolescent and I think for me like reading it right out of college was really helpful because she talks about like things that are happening now. She also talks about like what it means to be like a woman in literature, like lots of stuff. And I really enjoyed reading her thoughts. And she writes for the New Yorker, and I love the New Yorker, um, especially short stories on the New Yorker. So she's living the dream, basically. I appreciate her work. I'm so- talking about this as if she'll ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'll have to add I it to my her list. On Instagram. it's like I will say like it's slow going like the first essay I was like what is happening I'm so bored of this because she talks about the internet and I was like she talks about the internet in a way someone who was like a decade older than us would talk about it which makes sense because she's like 30 now but because I was like she's talking about MySpace and I was like this is not relatable to me (laughs) but um it gets a lot better and I think she makes a lot of really valid points so I love that and I mean beyond like in conjunction with, in relation to how we were talking about why we wanted to do this podcast, I feel like Uma has had the time to um, read a lot of interesting books, like like she was saying about nonfiction books in general. And I think that just helps us like have more intellectual conversations that we want to spread in general, right? 
Yeah, it's giving me a lot of credit that I don't deserve. <laughs> um, I think it's I think it's very well deserved, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm sending. I'm I'm making a little heart because <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm awkward, but <laughs> um, I guess like every time I would have, like, I would read something that would make me really think. I would just like talk at you about it. Like the next time we called, or even what am I saying? I would just text you like these super long paragraphs because now I finally figured out how to text from my computer again. I'll maybe you are the myspace I- group but <laughs> I, I honestly am i don't have tiktok so i feel like i don't belong what a life. to our generation yeah <laughs> i've made it this far i would if if i hadn't gotten tiktok i would be happy because i think having tiktok makes it harder to get rid of tiktok so <laughs> i watch reels though i'm one of those people oh yeah you're definitely an older older gen <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have to make me feel like a grandma. Yeah, you're only like you're only you're less than a year. I'm a year and a half. What? No, a whole year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Sorry, you are year and a half older. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe I don't deserve my bachelor's yet. (laughs) You have yeah, like two more, a quarter and a half. Yes, very close. Very close. Mm -hmm. The light at the tunnel at the end of the tunnel (laughs) is near. Yeah. True. True. Anyway, so that is a little bit about us. I feel like our conversation just kind of derailed and this was all over the place, (laughs) but (laughs) we're really excited to have more of these kinds of conversations in the future because like, especially moving on from this episode, we're going to talk about things like I've mentioned casual racism in the media and like growing up brown in America and just like things like that, that I think more people need to be talking about and um, I think it'll help us or we hope that it will help us gain confidence in expressing our opinions and thank you for joining us on this journey. Yeah, thank you so much. Tune in for our next episode. Hopefully next week. (laughs) Hopefully next week. That's the goal. (laughs)